Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Queuing Up Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Damian Rocha Jr. And today we got a pretty interesting topic, but just to give you a heads up, this is not going to be your normal episode. It's going to be one of those kind of shorter episodes, about 15 minutes, like 15 to 30, but mainly probably going to try to hit 15 minutes. Just one of those topics that, you know, can't really get too in-depth about or like we don't know too much about it. So we're not going to try to like, you know, keep a conversation going with like no information prior to what we're talking about. So that being said, I have a very special guest that you might have heard before in the past. Whether you love him, hate him, don't care for him, I don't care for your opinion. So anyways, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey yo, it's your boy, Skinny Penis, aka Bella. What's up? <laughs> As you heard, this is Bella. He's a returning guest to the show, and uh, he is the, I believe you are the first guest that's actually on one of these shorter episodes, if I'm not mistaken. You know, don't quote me because my memory's kind of bad since we have over 40 episodes, but I'm more than positive you are the first guest on one of these shorter episodes. That's because I'm so great and so glad to be here with you today. He's like, I'm so glad to be here. Smash the like button. Like, just... <laughs> Make sure to subscribe. <laughs> Make sure to subscribe. And I hope <laughs> I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Did you know for the longest time, real quick, just to get off track, just because you know that's what we do here. Did you know that I never knew that Dahi Denogla said, I hope you enjoyed? It wasn't until like what do you think he said it was like four or five years ago when he posted a vi- I think it was like three or four years ago where he posted a video of his brother imitating him. And he's like, as always, I hope you enjoy. And he's like, no, I don't say I hope you enjoy. And he's like, don't you? And he goes, no, I say I hope you enjoyed. And he's like, nah, there's no way. It sounds like you say I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> and he's like, I think I know what I say. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm your brother. I know you better than you know yourself. I know you better. I know you better than you know yourself. Yeah, but anyways, getting back on topic. Today's topic is all about superstitions. Now, about this, uh, we are going to be talking about superstitions we may have. And as always, the common theme here is like top three if we have three. If not, we can just say the the ones we have. And then we're going to kind of like break down where we believe they come from. Just to make it kind of an interesting episode. Just kind of get like two different people's minds on the subject. Kind of like see our different mentalities and thought processes on each one. So I'll go first to kind of like, you know, clear the way, I guess. Since, you know, you are the guest and I'm not trying to put too much responsibility on you, you know? I don't want you yeah. just kind of, like, freezing up, like, oh, 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 four, you know? Yeah, and I'm also playing Yu-Yu on my yeah. phone. Yeah, <laughs> love this, love this. this. This dude is just doing two different things at once right now. That's what I call multitasking. multitasking. There it is, see, look at that. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Anyways, my first superstition uh, is looking into mirrors in a dark room. Ooh. Now, yeah, I- yep. I love the thought behind it because even in like if you think about it, um, I think they've talked about it with like science and different things. If you stare into the mirror for long enough, your head, or even in a dark uh, place for long enough, your brain will start playing tricks on you and make you think that there's something there. So if you stare into the mirror and your face transforms, it's because your mind is playing tricks on you because you're staring into the dark and want to fill the void. See, that's the scientific thing. So thank you very much for knowing that knowledge prior to what I was saying. It actually helps out the conversation because what I like the reason like I know for a fact this is my reasoning for having this superstition is because my mother and sister 
love, love horror movies. I hate horror movies. So, common theme is if you look into a mirror while it's dark, you don't see yourself. You see something else in the mirror. And I'm like, you know what? Nah. It's the reason why I can't brush my teeth with an open bathroom door. Because Michael Jackson will come up and snatch you. I'm standing with the man in the mirror. No, you're not. <laughs> no, no, I'm brushing my teeth. Leave me alone. <laughs> you better fucking let me be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, so yes. like, uh, so I know where it comes from for me, but my mom and sister actually have different mentalities of it because I know mine's from scary movies. So growing up Native American, half Native, half Mexican, both sides of my family are very, like, I wouldn't say religious because they don't pray to anything, but they believe in, like, spirits and, like, spiritual things. So, for yeah. example, like, you never disrespect the dead. You never kick things over that are, like, a payment or, like, you know, like a gift to the dead. You basically always wish them good graces, stuff like that. So, with my mom... And my sister, they were always told that you're never supposed to look into a mirror in a dark room because that is a portal for the demons and bad spirits to come out of. Yeah. Because if you see your reflection, that is essentially like not you in the dark room. And that's why like the shadows are where they hide is because you allowed them to come to you. I straight up like, yeah, like I straight up will duck. Sometimes, like, my friends leave my bathroom door open, and I'll be walking around the corner, and I see it's dark, and my head will go straight to my feet. And I'll walk all the way towards the door, grab the doorknob, and shut it, and then look up. I think that's the same way in other, like, beliefs as well. Not necessarily, like, you know, like a Native American belief and stuff like that. But No, I was just, just kind of going off of, like, that was their reasoning. Like, that's what they were yeah. taught, essentially. It's like, there's different ways for spirits to be, like... Uh, to kind of like traverse their plane and come here and that was one of the big things is like reflective surfaces but mainly mirrors because it's the biggest reflective surface yeah that makes sense but yeah it's one of the superstitions I have what about you? I don't know mirrors are always in play when you think of like horror and stuff like that because you got like was it Bloody Mary? yep Candyman there's a couple yeah Candyman there's a bunch of them I, I some of them I can't think of at the top of my head but there's multiple yeah, uh, I just thought of it and I forgot the name. Anyways, let's move on to you. Do you have any superstitions? So when I think of superstitions, I don't know why, but my immediate thing goes to like um, uh, what your parents would tell you to not do stupid stuff as a kid, like La Llorona, if you know who that is. Yep. Is that considered a superstition? Uh yeah, because it's, like it's like the like it's like the it's kind of like the kakui, <laughs> the kakuis. <laughs> so like to me, I think a superstition is something that can affect the way you do something. So for example, I never look into dark mirrors because of the super uh, superstition, or like people who throw salt over their shoulder uh, shoulder when they you know accidentally like spill it. Like yeah. if it affects the way you do things, then yes, in my head. Uh, an urban legend can be a superstition. All right, Pog. So, yeah, with mine, I definitely have to say La Llorona because my mom used to always be like, yeah, you don't be outside after 8 o'clock or else La Llorona will come snatch you up and drown you in the nearest river. 
I lived in Tucson. There was no river in sight. <laughs> take me real far away. <laughs> yeah, so real quick, a superstition can be a myth or a belief in something. It's like supernatural uh, beings. So that yeah. would count. That is a superstition you have. Pog. But, I don't know. That changed a lot for me. They always threw in those like random stories to keep you inside the house or not to do stupid stuff. That was a big thing in like Mexican households, as I've noticed. Yep. Yep. Not on my end because I grew up on the native side of my family, but like hearing my dad and my cousins, but like they grew up on my dad's side, so the Mexican side, like how they grew up and like were brought up in their house. I was like, oh, yep, that makes sense. And I was like, did you actually get like, uh, like, things thrown at you like not anything super serious but you know like shoes and uh, one of my cousins goes yeah my mom had this ability where she can kick her sandal backwards off the wall and grab it and then whip it like like sidearm it like a frisbee and it'll always hit me right between the legs and i'll trip (laughs) yeah he straight up so i didn't believe him until my aunt showed me she goes yeah i stand right here and she went wah and she like flicked her like her leg back and you heard it smack the wall and she already had her hand back and you can tell she's done this so much that she can, like, preemptively know where it's going to land. She had her hand behind her back before she kicked her foot, grabbed it, sidearmed it, landed right between his legs. I was like, you snipe him. And she's like, well, yeah, he's faster than me. And he tries to run away. And I was like, that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, they always have the best aim. It's like a, I don't even know. It's like, what is it called in video games where you can lock on to people? Oh, yeah. Uh, aimbot? Yeah, <laughs> moms have aim bots with like sandals and stuff. They just be sitting there. It's crazy. And be like, what is this? <laughs> what She's hacking, mean? bro. She's cheating. I'm reporting you. I'm reporting you. Not the child services, fan. but uh, to the server. <laughs> I'm reporting you to grandma, telling you that you're cheating. Get a factory grandma. reset you. <laughs> grandma said no to coming to Christmas dinner. You aren't being Pog right now. <laughs> she said that you aren't her little Pog champ. But yeah, so like you would say that your superstition kind of came from like just your family, I guess, the urban legend. Yeah, I got some other ones that I think might be other st- superstitions I know as well. Because f- I know for me, the next one I had is I, I really cannot walk under a ladder. Like I can't. Yeah. Well, I'm tall, so I can't really fit under ladders, and I'm kind of fat. So <laughs> there's no point for me walking under ladders in the first place. Like, see, for me, it originally was, like, the whole, like, you know, it's whatever, how many years, bad luck, whatever the hell it was. But then it kind of grew into, like, once I saw a ladder break the way it did, where it fell from the top down, so it kind of split down the middle of itself. Yeah. kind of like, you know what? I'd rather not. I'm going to walk around. <laughs> Or I'm going to literally crawl on it, climb it, and crawl around the side and come back down. (laughs) Rather not do that at all. I guess I'm kind of the same way. I have certain things where I'm just like, yeah, unnecessary, and I know what the outcome could be, so I'm just not going to do that. I know my mom's biggest superstition is black cats. I love black cats. I think they're Uh, adorable. She can't. If it crosses her path, she will go out of her way to walk around. (laughs) <laughs> she's right, done it two blocks over yeah she's done this before we used to have to go through an alleyway to get to our parking lot or like our not a parking <laughs> lot but like our uh, driveway and it's a dead end once you get to our place there's two more buildings it's a dead end right she went all the way around parked in front of the house waited till the next day 
And then she went back there and parked. Interesting. Uh, her superstition just comes from it being bad luck, and she has like instances where like it's happened where one of her friends or her family members, basically my aunt and uncle, or my aunt and uncles, have like walked over the path, and then like within like a couple hours, something bad happened to them, and she's like, you know what? Let's not do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a very unlucky person. I've noticed when I do certain things out of routine. Or, like, uh, that's not in my usual routine. Uh-huh. I notice that things that I do not like tend to happen. Like peppering and your nose. You'd just be sitting there, like, at work, just minding your business, and just random pepper flies in your nose. You're just like, ach, 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 what the hell? It's just like, oh, yep. And then your neighbor's dog dies, and it ends <laughs> up in your house somehow in the basement. Jesus. You did it. You just don't want to admit it. <laughs> God. You were hungry. <laughs> you went you went to Korea one day. This guy. And you wanted to know how to make kagogi. Anyways. <laughs> Just to trigger people. If you got triggered by that, fuck you. I don't care. Anyways, what is another superstition you have or someone you might know have? No, we never really talk about... Su- I don't really talk about superstitions, but if there's one thing... So, Corpse Husband mm-hmm. has made a YouTube video... Um, based on, I think it was a Reddit post that was constantly being updated. It was about uh, being uh, a search and rescue officer. Mm-hmm. Well, I can vouch for some of the things. I worked at a Boy Scout camp for three years. The forest is a very, very scary place. Like um, uh, the disappearances of people. I've saw, I've seen four disappearances of people. Only two of them we found. But the two that we didn't find were for, like, really, really weird circumstances. And even the ones that we did find, only one of them was, like, normal. So the one that wasn't normal was probably... I I was really confused, and everyone was baffled on how it happened. So this kid was walking with this troop, right? We all meet up in, like, um, uh, the middle of the camp. And, like, right away in the morning, and then at lunch to talk about what's going to happen. And then we all eat at the dining hall. Okay. Well, this kid was walking with his troop, and he was like, hey, guys, I got to piss really quick. So two people were watching him to make sure we have the buddy system. At least one person stays with you because it's the forest. You don't know what you're going to run into. He was behind a tree and went pee. He was there for maybe like 15 minutes, and the guys are like, holy fuck, this guy's taking forever. They go over there to check on him. He is nowhere to be seen. They were watching the the tree the entire time and we find him two hours later 57 miles away asleep in the middle of the forest we didn't find him somebody that was out doing like um uh, hiking found him off the beaten path he said that he doesn't know what happened he was behind the tree pulled down his pants then everything went dark and then he was just asleep there was no harm done to him but the weird part is when we had the investigators come, they said there was no trace of him moving away from that tree. There was no broken leaves, no broken branches. His footsteps stopped behind the tree, and it was it. It's like he disappeared off the face of the earth and then wound up 57 miles away in a different spot. In two hours, walking. So Either we got flash in our camp at one point. <laughs> or 
like um, uh, some people have said when they look into this stuff, there's something out there toying with people and like uh, causing them to disappear and like hunting them. Basically, I can personally say there's been some weird, weird instances where it's hard to explain. And some of them I can't talk about. See, I know with me, when it comes to the forest, I've never had like bad instances unless I'm with someone else. And it's usually one of the friends that does dumb stuff. It is always that friend. (laughs) So, for example, the one time in my life where I openly wanted to go to a scary place just to get it out of my, like, get it out of the system just to experience it, right? Because, you know... When you get older, you're just like, you know what? I, I'm scared of it, but let's do it scared. Like, let's get out. Let's just get through it, right? So I went yeah. to the uh, uh, San Haven uh, Insane Asylum, you know, uh, the yes. Tuberculosis Center, Child Center, all that, right? Yeah. Well, first thing one of my friends does is he kicks over something that he does not know is a grave or like offerings, right? So what I do is I put all the stuff back. And I don't usually, like, I don't, you know, I don't pray or whatever to, like, yep. like I'm not religious. But to this, you know, I, like, I pray and I said, I wish you a long, uh, long rest. Hope you find the peace you're looking for. And I apologize for the actions of my, my friend. They were cruel. They were dumb. And I'll make sure that he understands what he did. Well, sure enough, once everything happens, all the creepy stuff got out of the way and everything weird that was going on, I was the only one who wasn't feeling negative about everything or scared about anything. I felt so long story short at San Haven. I have a cousin who passed away because uh, him and my other cousin were pushed down an elevator shaft. But the creepy thing about it is they were the only two in the building cleaning. That was their yeah. job. And so the first one like passed away because he landed on the spring for the elevator. And the other cousin survived because he landed on him. So what was weird is I've never been to this building. I'd never knew what building he'd like passed away in when we were leaving the initial time. Uh, because my only stipulation is we can't go to that building. We were leaving. I was in the car and I just yelled, stop the car. As soon as he hit the brakes, I jumped out and started running towards this building. And then I snapped out of it and was like, what am I doing? I don't want to be here. I'm about to piss my pants if I run in here. So I stopped. And as we're looking around, I was like, no, it's fine. I'll just avoid the elevator shaft. I won't go there. I led them directly to the elevator shaft that I've never seen, never been to. Led them exactly to where it was. And I just looked down it. And then I felt relieved. I felt better. Like, I needed to be there to experience and to know that, like, it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So, like, that, I guess, that is a superstition of mine, is kind of, like, the spirits. Because yeah. it's, like, it's, like, I I've didn't... I've never been to San Haven. Like I I've, say that that is a terrifying place. Yeah, like, for me, I've never felt like I was being attacked or watched. I just felt like... I needed to experience something there. Like, it was more of, like, a guide than it was, like, a hindrance. Yeah. Yeah, I that's... Know. Like, I, I have the same feeling with ghosts and stuff. I am, I am like, you know, Christian. I'm religious. But I don't... I believe in spirits and ghosts, but I don't believe everything is yeah. spirits and ghosts. So I've been to San Haven four times, and only four of those times have I been stopped by... Uh, not four. Only two of those times have I been stopped by the cops. Either before or after. The second time was when I got in real trouble. <laughs> I was on probation for a bit. <laughs> but that doesn't matter. 
So there, there was one time I went alone. Terrifying. It was the middle of the night. I was about to piss myself. There was time I went with four people. That was a lot better. But I don't like going with people to haunted places or places that might be haunted. Mainly because they can ruin like what you uh, hear and stuff like that. Or they're just like obnoxious about everything. Yeah. If I'm going to a place that I think is haunted, I'm dead silent the whole time. I'm barely making sounds on my feet just so that way I can hear everything. He's like, I'm looking for clues. Sandhaven has to be like that one place where I'm just like, oh, fuck. I hear everything. (laughs) Nunny. I don't want to hear everything. Like one time while I was there, I was sitting in the middle of the hallway on the second floor. If you know where that is. Yep. I was just sitting there. I saw my ass just listening. And out of nowhere, I hear something like skirt across the floor. Like, you know how um, those old chairs that whenever you move them back, you're just like, (laughs) me being me. The first thing I heard, like thought of when you said skirt was like, just like car. (laughs) (laughs) But I just the Tokyo drift theme song, just the holly, if you know. So I get up and I walk to the room where I heard it. And there were three chairs sitting in a circle. That weren't in a circle before. <laughs> it was your first I mistake. I was in that room. I was in the room and it said something like super funny and I took a picture of it. I forgot what it was. It was written in graffiti and I was like, <laughs> I'll go back and visit this later. <laughs> and in that room, that's where that happened. And then there you would hear like uh, voices. I heard a yell one time and I ran out of the building for like 20 minutes, smoked some weed and came back. Guys, <laughs> like now that I'm mellow. <laughs> yeah, now that I can barely feel anything, <laughs> let's get back in there. Let's do the damn thing. And then the one thing that I really disliked doing, actually, I didn't even do it. I was with the four people. They went down the body chute. Yeah, my friends did that too, and I one of them got freaked out. I refused out. to. I dislike it. I hate anything that has to do with dead bodies being placed in something. <laughs> That's, Especially if that's a, a fair thing shoot. to have. That's a fair. That's like a fair superstition or fear to have. It's just uh, but Sandhaven, I you and me should go there together. Nope. Uh, also, FBI agents, if you're hearing this, you didn't hear it. Shut it's up. Le- it's a legal joke. Only yeah, but joke, but for me, it was a one-time thing. Oh really? Yep. That I needed to just get it out of my system, just so I can just go and experience it, and then I'm just like, you know what? I'm never doing that again because I feel like if I go again, it's going to have the opposite effect it had on me. Oh, while you were there, did you hear like the, do you know how to whistle with your hands? Oh, where it kind of sounds like it's like, where it kind of sounds like a loon almost. Where it's like, hold on, I'll, I think I can do it. Hold on. Move my mic away really quick. Stuff like that. Uh, I didn't hear anything. Oh, yeah, it's probably because it was too loud. <laughs> <laughs> probably just cut off. But I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Though. Yep. Stuff like that. Yep. I had to do a normal whistle for that. <laughs> but, dude, I heard that outside while it was dead sound. There was no wind, nothing. And that's what I heard outside, and I'm just like, oh, shit. 
oh god i think <laughs> i'm the, also native leave me alone <laughs> i think the scariest thing that i experienced while being there was uh me and my buddy walked into one of the buildings that didn't have a roof like it was literally just yeah. a room with no roof and we heard footsteps walking above us we look up and it's just the sky we look at each other and then he knows how stubborn i am where i just ignore stuff I'm just like, mm, yeah. that's crazy. I'm going to go close this window. So I, oh, I walk over to a busted <laughs> up window and I just pretend to close it. I'm like, there we go. Draft's gone. <laughs> Must have been the wind. <laughs> You're like a Skyrim NPC, bro. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, with those being said, is there anything else you would like to tell people before we head out here? Because we're about that around that time. Um, all I got to say, a word of advice. Um, um. Uh, Life is like a sandwich. No matter which way you flip it, bread comes first. I've never heard someone actually say that as advice before, nor have I heard that piece of advice. Good on you. Good on you. <laughs> That's actually pretty well, good. You have. He's like, now you have. But yes, Life with that being said. Bitches of money. Yep, there you go. <laughs> but with that being said, I would love to thank you once again for joining me on this episode. So I thank you for you know joining me on this episode. I appreciate it, Bella. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here with you. That's a weird fourth wall break, but you know. <laughs> My address is also. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And we're clean. Like, and cut. Like, <laughs> but yeah, thank you once again for joining the both of us this time. Not just me, but the both of us on this episode. I thoroughly appreciate it. I always enjoy talking to Bella. You know, we were going to record a lot earlier, but you know, two friends talking. We talked for like an hour and a half about things that had nothing to really do with this conversation until about the last 20 minutes i want to say of the conversation there was a lot of talk about dragon ball and freddy fazbear <laughs> a lot and then uh so yeah did the beak go off <laughs> but uh anyways <laughs> i would just love to say i love how you know people actually listen to this always will because it's just nice to know that what i'm doing actually has an audience so i'll see you guys next time when you guys decide to queue up